it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on A Long Walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, iHeart, every day around 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Today on the show, big show, uh, first off, Joey Chestnut wins another hot dog eating contest. We're going to hear from him and his stomach in just minutes. Also, could I have possibly ruined the sanctity of golf over the weekend? I guess you'll find out when we tell you the story. Also, we're going to sit down and examine why it is that some people feel the need to drunk text an X. And it is not because Y and Z were busy. Tuesday through Saturday, July 12th and 16th, I'm going to be at House of Comedy Mall of America with Sophie Buttle. Very funny Sophie Buttle. Uh, delightful lady. You guys should check her out online, then come out and see her at the House of Comedy. That's all next week. Uh, coming up Friday and Saturday, August 4th and 5th, be at Gutty's Comedy Club in Edina, Minnesota with Victoria Jackson of Saturday Night Live. Friday and Saturday, August 27th, Gutty's Comedy Club going all the way down to Indianapolis. Dude, that's going to be a blast, man. Also, uh, Thursday through Saturday, September 22nd through the 24th, I'm going to be at the Comedy Vault, Batavia, Illinois, with my good friend Jonathan Kite. Man, looking forward to it. Uh, you guys may have noticed that there is a brand new friggin' spanking straight up out the goddamn gate. Got myself a brand new logo. I'm looking forward to uh, you guys getting some merchandise from that logo. Uh, that was done by McVader. If you check him out online, I link to all of his stuff. He's the same dude that does all of Joe Rogan's um posters and logos stuff that he promotes for the show adam ray as well so feel very fortunate that a guy of that caliber would be willing to sit down and design something for me so yeah please check that guy out man it's great i love the new logo i can't wait for uh, it to start going on this some coffee mugs and t-shirts and whatnot i will uh, keep you guys posted as to when that's gonna be available i imagine it'll be in the next couple of weeks so very cool, man. I'm loving it, dude. Loving it. Uh, Jules, love the new logo. Can't wait for the merch. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to it, too. It shouldn't be too much longer before we get uh, before we get some uh, some new merch uh, up and at them on the website. I don't know, a couple of weeks. I always say, like, no, it's just going to be a couple of days, guys. And then, like, four months later, somebody finally pulls me aside and goes, hey, when are you going to get this done, dipshit? <laughs> You're like, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, getting into the weekend, long 4th of July weekend. Oh, saw that in Minnesota, only one young man was killed by fireworks, which I feel like, hey, man, that's a win-win. We can only walk away. I'm sure there was a bunch of fingers that were blowing off, but definitely not as, as many as I thought I would hear about. The fact that a young person died from taking a firework to the face, man. 
Listen, I'm all about going to watch that stuff. Dude, you guys want to sit down and watch fireworks 4th of July? It's cool. That's what America's all about. But holy shit, lighting this stuff off in the backyard till 1 o'clock in the morning. And it's not like a, a sober person is back there. I've, I've never seen anybody who's ever been remotely even close to being somewhat sober at 1 o'clock in the morning, light off fireworks. And just have them be like, yep, fucking yeah, do this what we do. No, no, no. Jesus. All night, man. All night going into light. I told you guys, July 3rd and 4th, feel free to light them up. You can feel free to light off as many fireworks as you want. Uh, the days before that, why don't you leave that for the people that have to get up and get their asses moving? Huh? Leave them poor pups alone, too. Jesus Christ. Anyway, all right, we should probably get into it, huh? I've been looking forward to this story all day, uh, only because as I was watching the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, July 4th, every year, our guy Joey Chestnut, I mean, we talk about Tom Hanks being America's dad. I don't know. I I might go Joe Chestnut. I'm just saying that if you need a a strong father figure to look up to, Dwayne The Rock Johnson tom hanks they fail in comparison to a man that can plow down 63 hot dogs in one sitting the 15 time champion of the world with 63 nathan's famous hot dogs and buns yeah i'm happy i was able to come through on top that's right you were because this is america joe it's what we do best Plow down 63 hot dogs in a single setting. Top of the mountain. Hoist your flags. Everybody, we're going to the top. Come on. Grab that package of Nathan's. My baloney has a first name. It's J-O-E-Y-Y. Joey with two Y's. That's how I'm going to spell. That's how amazing Joey Chestnut is. He gets two Y's. You guys can all suck it with your one Y. Joey Chestnut, top of the leaderboard. I'm digging it. I loved it. Watched every second of it. And I don't know if you guys maybe saw what had happened with Joe, but holy shit. Michael Jordan going out, game six, with food poisoning, putting up 50 points. I don't know, pull it back. Joe Chestnut plowing down another victory. 15-time world champion, 63 hot dogs. And in the middle of it... In the middle of it, a guy with a Darth Vader mask and a sign promoting something or another. I don't know. Stop it with your stupid protests, everybody. Jesus, let the man. Listen, you want to jump on uh, at a NASCAR event and do that shit? Feel free. Not at the 4th of July. Nathan's hot dog. Listen, you are ruining the sanctity of the sport. If you guys missed it, this is what it looked like. I'll put it on the Instagram live feed for you. There's Joe eating his hot dog. Guy in a Vader mask. Exposed something. Look at that. Takes his ass right down. Get that rear naked choke. Throws the guy back. Right ba- Yeah. Shit, yeah. They boot that. D- look, look at this. Look at that. Conor McGregor could have not gotten that guy into a better rear naked choke. You guys, listen, I'm telling you. Not Tom Hanks. Not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh-uh. Not Tom Cruise. My America's dad, Joey Chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> i love it mira uh you've really stepped up the production with the background audio yeah well listen um 
we got a whole new cast of people that are checking out this podcast and i want to put my best foot forward you know if you uh today well actually yeah so today tuesday right tuesday the fifth so today is the day that the new ad for the podcast launched and it's going to be played in front of other podcasts that you know a good majority of america listen to so i'm like if we got all these new people showing up i want to make sure because 20 years of radio i should probably do something with it show up every day with a little bit of production value a couple of music beds it doesn't take much i just tend to fuck off a lot (laughs) not do show prep kind of walk into this thing unprepared but now in the meantime though um uh yeah you'll probably see a little bit more production value come out of this it's tough doing it as one guy though that is the hard part is because there's so many moving parts you literally have not only the run sheet you have to go through, you have all the production that you're doing with the audio, and then on top of it, you want to do some videos for the live feeds to keep that shit interesting. It's tough having one person, and I'm not going to burden anybody to come down and do this every single day. We could do it once a week, but I'm not, that ain't, no, it's not what we're fucking doing here. Once a week, what are we, hacks? Jesus Christ. <laughs> My God, once a week people in their podcast it's funny because i actually found out it was more work doing it once a week than every single day and i'm like i'm not there's no way man Uh, no no thank you i'd much rather do it the way we're doing it i'm a radio guy i get up every day this is what i do all right so uh over the weekend with uh my daughter out of town and me just sort of like kicking it hanging out for the weekend i kind of wanted to get out and enjoy minnesota for all it's worth And I think one of the best ways to do that, people forget that even though we are a big city, we're still Minnesota. There's pockets of this metro that you seriously can just engulf yourself with and forget that you are inside of a metro that is almost 4 million people. Because, I don't know, we're the land of 10,000 lakes, even more. I think it's like 100,000, actually. But if you kind of go through it, man, like, even though we are a big city, it doesn't take much to go out and find a spot where there's no city noise. It's a lot of trees. It's just you hanging out, kicking it. There's something to be said about that. And I wanted to do that this weekend. So uh, I decided, you know what? The golf course I usually go to, kind of in the city. I want to go somewhere really nice. I'm going to step it up a little bit. I got I ain't spending a bunch of dough on kids this weekend because they're all out of town. Uh, my sister's dogs, they were, those were at the uh, the doggy hotel. I'm, I'm going to treat me. It's treat yourself. Treat yourself 4th of July is exactly what I had. So I decided to go down to, uh, I made reservations at a, and I don't play the big courses just because, first off, I'm not that great of a golfer. And secondly, I like to take my sweet ass time. And some of these guys are good and they get a little pissed if you hold them up. So I made this reservation at a, uh, what I thought to be a very nice par three, nine hole course in the northern part of St. Louis Park, which is not too far from where I'm at. So I make the reservation, I make the tea time, 8 a.m. And uh, I prepay online. So I just get that out of the way. I show up. I walk in. Lady behind the counter is like, can I help you? I said, yeah, I got a tea time, 8 a.m. She goes, oh, yeah. Uh, if you are, if you already prepaid, then you can just go ahead and hop out there and just, you know, start banging away. I was like, all right, I'm in. Let's do this. Walk out to the tea box. I noticed that there is a lot of golfers, like a lot, that are all just waiting. Guy looks at me and he goes, what time are you at? I said, 8 a.m. And the guy goes, Hmm, that's weird, dude. 
we already got our 8 a.m. I was like, ah, maybe they got me at 8.06 or something. He's like, no, I think we're packed there too. So they start looking around. They're like, I don't I don't know, dude. I don't know what to tell you, but I, you know what? Just hell with it. You paid, right? I was like, yeah, I paid. The guy goes, all right, well, well, why don't you just go ahead and shack up with this guy here and you guys can couple up and golf together. There was another guy who was there by himself. So I get on the course with this dude. This guy named Nick, very nice gentleman, great golfer, phenomenal, way better than me. But, you know, he's willing to have some have a little bit of company on the course as long as he's willing to, you know, play a little slower than usual. So Nick uh, Nick and I start golfing. We tee off. I start walking down the, the fairway, and I look at Nick, and I go, uh, man, this seems like a really long hole for a par three. And he's like, oh, this isn't a par three, man. This is a, this is a par four. I'm like, huh. That's weird. So I look on my phone and I realize, holy shit, I'm on the wrong golf course. This is not the golf course that I signed up for. The golf course I signed up for was like six miles up the road. I just went to where I thought the golf course. I was like, yeah, I know where that golf course is. I've driven past it before. No, no, no. Different golf course. And I was like, wow. Okay. So... I look at the course on, and I'm like, it's a beautiful place. I was like, this place is really stepped up for it. Because most par three, nine-hole courses, total shitholes. Total shitholes. Absolute total shitholes. I mean, that's what it's... In terms of the of Las Vegas, par nine, or par three, nine-hole golf courses, those are downtown. <laughs> They're not on the strip. They're kind of shitholes. That's where everybody goes when you're a bad golfer. Filled with tons of smoke and Bud Light. All right? Get it together. So I, I, I realized, fuck, I am on the wrong golf course. Completely on the wrong golf course. But I thought, well, I don't know. I'm here. They already let me start golfing. I might as well just golf nine. So I golfed the front nine with this guy. And I'm like, yeah, man, actually, I got I to get rolling, dude. I got I to gotta split. So I left that day. I got in the car. And I'm like, I look it up. Like nine holes of golf where I was golfing is like $63. <laughs> I paid $13 online. They never even checked. Never checked. Didn't ask a name, nothing. They just said, what time you at? I was like 8 a.m. So all day I'm just like, dude, you you fucked up. You did all day I was like feeling it. I'm like, man, I did I did something wrong. I did something wrong and I could not get over it. It was all, it was just like weighing on me, man. It was weighing on me all day. I'm like, you, dude, you have, you got to make this right. You have to make it right. Don't be that guy, but maybe I'll feel better about it tonight. Get a couple of drinks in me. I'll sleep on it. Slept on it. Woke up the next morning. I'm like, I still feel as though I did something wrong. So I got up and I drove back to that golf course and I golfed all 18 for free. You don't know what it's like to have that weight of the world taken off your shoulders. Guilt will weigh you down more than anything else. And I feel in that moment, I rectified. I got out there. I hit that back nine and the front nine all for free. And I felt like, I felt like, I felt vindicated, everybody. <laughs> Was it right? No. Was it made whole? Yes. I don't know how, but we'll throw it out there. Uh, what's up, Elbrez? 
Elbrez. Hey, what's up, John? How are you guys? Thanks for hopping on to the live feed every day, 9.45 a.m. You can jump onto the live feed here at uh, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Uh, we'll get to some shows here in just a moment. Read a couple of... Uh, couple of... Uh, read a couple of... Fucking... Uh, what are we doing here? Reading a couple of comments on the IG. Um... Uh, Sally says, good for you. Uh, yeah, shit, yeah. Listen, hey, man, that's not my bad. That's their bad. You guys should keep a little bit better track of who's coming on your golf course and how much they're paying. Because I paid $13 for 27 holes of golf. <laughs> and they never once ever stopped me. You tee off on hole, not, on hole one and on hole 10 right in front of the clubhouse. And nobody ever like walked up and they're like, did you pay all this? Did you pay? Did you? Nope. Never asked. Never once. Never asked for a name. Nothing. Went back there, golfed all 18. Fuck them. <laughs> did not feel bad about it at all. All right, everybody. Uh, so uh, you guys may have seen that I posted something online on, what night was that? Sunday night? What's today? Monday? So yeah, Sunday night. I uh, I made a uh, a quick um, I made a quick uh, poster I guess meme if you will. I went out um, with a couple of friends of mine. Went down to the Saints game, threw down, and then walked over to uh, a bar, had a couple of drinks, and uh, with some friends, and went home that night. And always getting in trouble, always in trouble. Whenever I have uh, a minimum of two drinks, a phone, and then an open 12 or of suds back in the bar in the basement because i just start going down rabbit and i i'm not one of those dudes who sits on a phone all day i very seldom do i ever get caught in like rabbit holes on youtube i just for whatever reason that day just like ah, bucket let's go to amazon see what's on there oh sparkly visors let's get a sparkly visor yeah you can wear one on the golf course what is it 12 bucks order two doesn't matter you're drunk <laughs> So I go and I, uh, I go and I, uh, uh, I, I order a bunch of shit that I don't need off Amazon. And then I come back to my phone 10 minutes later and I'm like, well, you know, now that I got a couple of beverages in me, I wonder what's going on with some of the, uh, the ex-girlfriends. What, uh, what do we got going on there? So of course, like a dum-dum, you start, start going down the, the Facebook stalker role of, I wonder what this person's up to. I haven't seen them in a while. I did come to find out that uh, one of my ex-girlfriends is actually having a uh, a baby. And I, when I read that, I was like, good for you. Because this is the same person who at one point, when her and I were together, uh, said to me, I am tired of you making your daughter number one in your life. I need to be number one in your life. And I said, well, that shit ain't going to happen. So you better get used to it because only somebody without kids could make a comment like that. Even somebody who has a dog <laughs> knows that that is not the comment to make. So, uh, Jules, drunk shopping is so much fun. It's like Christmas when it's delivered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was exactly, yeah, that's a thousand percent what happened. So, I uh, I start like checking out some like old girlfriends and what they're up to, and not that I have any intentions on wanting to say what's up, you know, just to see, is, hey man, are you in a better place or a worse place 
than when we were together. And nine times out of ten, they're in a better place. Absolutely. thousand. Not even like close, like thousand percent. There was a girlfriend of mine from Wisconsin that we had the worst tumultuous relationship ever. You could put that shit up on Sid and Nancy. I mean, it was awful what we did to one another. And now uh, she's sober. She runs a, she runs like a farm that has, I guess, emotional support horses where they take these kids who have been through traumatic experiences or maybe in foster care and bring them out and like let them ride horses and take care of horses. Fuck what, dude? How come that? How come you weren't? How come you weren't putting that stuff together when we were together? Why did I get drunk version of you? Why did you get drunk version of me? Now we've all moved on. She's in a much better place than I am. I'm like, good for you. Good for you. But then uh, I started thinking about it. And Sally, having kids will change you forever. Absolutely. Yeah. Jules, I've had to end relationships before because they wanted to be number one before my kids. Hell no. I don't understand why anybody would ever think that that is even remotely an idea. If you have kids, you know what the sacrifice is. So for you to say, like, you're going to have to put that away, listen, I'm number one in your life. No, you're not. You're just not. You're never going to be either because I am, because you can pack your shit up and leave and I can never see you again, much like the situation we're in now, whereas my daughter will always be there no matter what. I am tethered to her for the rest of mine and hers life. That ain't going anywhere. So no, you don't get to be number one. Shoo. Uh, Olina, my ex likes to drunk text me saying I need to fix things between him and his kids to stop brainwashing my kids. You, wait, you, tells you that? Why would he tell you that? Piss on that guy. Fuck him. Uh, Danielle, drunk text of ex past. Been there before. Yeah, right. No. Dana, agreed. I've dealt with the same thing with boyfriends in the past. Nope. Kids come first. Absolutely. Yeah. Sally, wow. Kids are always number one. Yeah, they should be. Why is it that anybody... <laughs> would ever think that that's okay so as i was uh as i was teetering on the should i fucking send this person a text and say like hey congratulations on the baby that'd be great you know it, it dawned on me no you fucking idiot because there's really only two reasons you ever contact an, an ex-girlfriend i think we all know number one it's the boom boom you ain't texting that person because you are genuinely interested in what they're up to these days. You're going there because, hey, man, it's time for the boom boom. Uh, I haven't gotten it from anybody else in about six months, so you're comfortable with me. I'm comfortable with you. We've been down this route before. What are you doing tonight? 2 a.m., get an Uber. No thanks, man. Um, what's up, Hoove? Thanks for hopping onto the live feed. The other reason, and I started looking this up, and I was like, why is it? What is it about us and drunk texting our exes that is just like so intoxicating? I guess that's the wrong word for it, but it's just so, I don't know, you get a couple of drinks in you, you let down your inhibitions, now you got some real feelings, some underlying feelings that maybe ain't resolved yet. That shit starts bubbling up to the surface. So I went online and I started just reading a couple of articles, and this is one of the things that I found interesting, but also I think I've said it a million times, but I was like, okay, well, it's nice to know that there's some other people that um, 
pound this stuff home too. Uh, number one, ego boost. It's validation. You still want to know that you got it. It's the same reason why people go onto dating apps and have absolutely no intentions on ever dating anybody who they meet on a dating app. They basically just get on there so that they can feel as though they are still wanted by somebody, that they are still validated and that they are still lovable by somebody, even though they have no intentions on any... Seriously, if there is somebody who is chasing after you, uh, just go ahead and ignore them for three days and see how much that heightens them wanting to be with you. All you got to do is just like drop the text messages. Now, at a younger age, that shit happens. At an older age, you're just like, I'm moving on. Take care. You Best of luck to you. You ain't got to breadcrumb this. You ain't got to like drag shit out. Send me a quick text. That's why the, the last gal I was seeing when it got to day number three and she still hadn't texted me, I'm like, oh, fucking come on. Like, could you just be honest with me? So then I shoot her the text. Like, is everything okay? Like, are we good? And she was like, well, I'm just kind of going through a thing and I just don't know and blah, blah, blah. And I said, you take care. Have a great life. I'm not going to sit and try to make you see why it is that we should be together. If you don't see it, too fucking bad. I got other shit to do. Not enough time, man. The sands in the hourglass, that shit's starting to run out, dude. You ain't got much time left. So fucking, come on. What are you doing here? Why are you wasting everybody's time? Knock it off. Hi, right, what's up, Katie? Good to see you. Uh, Olina. Oh, getting back into the brainwashing thing. He thinks I'm brainwashing his kids against him. He messed up things with his kids, and he wants me to fix it. Yeah, yeah, that is not your job. Your job is definitely not that. Your job is to make sure you are okay. I do like that old saying of, I will make sure I'm okay for you if you make sure you are okay for me. I don't know. Something to live by. Think about it. Uh, uh, also, the unresolved feelings. Drunk person who hasn't worked through their past could be seeking closure uh, for the way a relationship ended. That shit, you got to get over quick. You got to move on from that fast because nothing ends perfectly, ever, ever. The only time something ends perfectly is when the flight attendant pulls the ripcord and that giant slide jumps out and he's like, see you bitches in hell and then slides down and uh, you know takes, a, uh, takes one of those Bloody Mary mixes with him. Then I'm like, that ended perfectly. You don't ever need to change that up, ever, again. Dude, that ends perfectly. But most of the time, relationships end, you know, not the way you want. Even when you are the one that is telling people that it is over, it still does not end the way you want. So get rid of that shit super quick. Um, they, uh, oh, this is the one part they were talking about uh, that I brought up earlier is that they just sometimes you just want a little bit of physical touch. That's all you need. You just want somebody to say to you, yes, you're fuckable. (laughs) That is all you are asking for is someone to touch you. Also, I figured it out this weekend uh, when I was up at uh, Rustic Roots Rhino. Rustic Roots. (sighs) Rustic Roots Winery in scandia sold out show thursday night it was a good time some lady we started i was chatting with doing some crowd work we started chatting about love languages and i said "Uh, what's your love language and she said touch and i said so you like to fuck listen that's what it is that's all it is okay it's that's all it is there's no listen (laughs) 
Uh, I'm my love language is praise. So you're a narcissist. So you like people telling you that you're great at things. Is that what it is? Mine is touch. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't want to be bothered. You know, you remind me of Maude from the uh, the Big Lebowski. You show up, get what you need, and then you leave. And the twains will never meet until you are ready to have twains meet again. That's why I'm saying. <laughs> that part's a thousand percent true. Um, so yeah. So anyways, um, try to keep the drunk X text to a, to a minimum. Uh, if, if anything, text me. I think a lot of you guys have my phone number and I'm very open with it, but if you want it, I think I've even said it on here before, 651-332-6547. Feel free to drop me a line, send me a text, be like, what up, man? I will take your drunken text a thousand times before I would ever let you drunkenly text an ex. Because first off, it proves uh, you're weak. You're weak. So weak. I'm not saying I'm strong. I'm just saying you're weak, as am I. I've done that shit. I'll continue to do it. Such a dumb move. 25 years from now, seriously, be sitting on a freaking swing porch, porch swing, porch swing, porch swing. Yeah. Looking out over a field, thinking about life, reach for my phone, text a girl that I had four dates with in 2007, just to see how she's doing. Are things better or worse since we, <laughs> since we split up? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, one last story before we get out of here. I was this weekend, um, oh, wait, cr- real quick. Danielle, where was this last week when I drunk text an XC? See, dude, I told you. What? Listen, from now on, dr- I'll, I'll take messenger, I'll take carrier, ki- uh, uh, par- carrier pigeon. What the hell was I saying? Carrier pigeon? Jesus Christ. Uh, Sarah, I could have used your drunk text offer over the weekend. See? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jules, I think we've all done that. Yeah. Oh, dude. It's awful, man. It, and then the next morning, the damage control that goes along with it. Like, fuck. Ugh, what did I do? Ugh. That's the worst part, man. That's the hardest part about all that. It's having to, like, eat crow the next morning, realizing what you did. That's the part that sucks. So... Uh, yeah, over the weekend, uh, stopped by a brewery and uh, was like, uh, had a couple of drinks, did some golfing, stopped by a brewery, had a couple of drinks, guy sits down next to me. I'm like, hey man, nice to meet you. He's like, you too, bud. We sat around, shot the shit for a while. I say, hey man, I got to get going. I ordered an Uber. We both walk out together. He walks down to his car. I see him get in, turns the U- <laughs> U-turn, pulls up in front of me and goes, hey man, uh, what do you know? I'm your Uber driver. I was like, sweet. Now, I think most people would have passed, but when he dropped me off at my house that night, <laughs> I got to tell you, he got five stars, all five of them. Nice guy. Got a bottle of water in there in the back seat. I was like, you know what, bud? I think this one's for you. Because <laughs> I am not waiting around for another Uber. That is not happening. Shows, you guys, shows. Let's see. Uh, coming up Tuesday through Saturday, July 12th. That's next week. House of Comedy, uh, Mall of America with Sophie Buttle. Make sure you guys come on out. Uh, also, Saturday and Friday. Is that, yes, Friday and Saturday. 
for Saturday and well, I'm going Saturday and Friday. I'm putting my listen. This is dessert before the main course. Saturday and Friday, the fourth and fifth, Gutty's Comedy Club in Dinah, Minnesota, with Victoria Jackson of Saturday Night Live. August 26th and 27th, Gutty's Comedy Club in Indianapolis, and then Thursday through Saturday, September 22nd through the 24th, I'm going to be at the Comedy Vault in Batavia, Illinois, with my good friend Jonathan Kite. All that information, merchandise, all of that, you can find it. It's all up right now. RudyPovich.com. Again, thank. Thank you guys for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.